Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Magely Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 41, The Twisting Streets of London. Hi, friends. Welcome back to, <laughs> to Occultus Anonymous and a Ziggy. <laughs> a baby cat. Thank, thank you, to Craig. The recording, Craig. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I got it set up and I had almost everything ready, but like, oh shit, where's my audacity? Oh, uh, man. And screw it. I'm not even going to turn around and stop this thing. We're just going because mm -hmm. I mean, hi, welcome to Occultus Anonymous. If you think we are a professionally well put together and heavily produced crew, we are not. Uh, it's what, totally you, a performance, everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. all, yeah, it's all just right. a show. We're just pretending to be inept. Yep. Uh, it's an elaborate ruse. Very, very deeply elaborate. It goes back years. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, uh, sponsored by Roll20, The Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much to our patrons who support us monetarily. Uh, thank you to all our subscribers who, depending on how you're subscribing, support us monetarily. And, uh, you know, thank you for hanging out, joining, being part of our community in one way or another. Um, Special shout out to those patrons, Adele, Al, Alexander, Alsrit, hashtag be nice to Jules, Bernie, Buck, Chris, <laughs> Clara, Doggo DeLune, Emil, Enright Warner, Funzo Surah Lee, George, James, Jenny, John, John, Josh, Catfeathers, Klaus, CrazyMan1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Multiverse of Sanity, because Noctal is not joining us rude but i mean it's also for dr strange so i can't be mad nova other guy perry porter puppeteer riafio ryan shane shexara Terran, thomas vortex falcon who wolves they don't know zoltan and zombie ghost pied piper intriguing idea yeah zombie ghost pied piper i feel like there's a little you know, ghost pepper pied piper and yeah okay I'm, mm. I'm amused. I appreciate it. All right. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking how you get away with, you know, them losing essence. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if their flute is their anchor. Right. Yep. True. You'd have to do a spell for everyone, though. Mm. That's fine. Anyway. Not everyone, because you just do big scale. You, True. Having an but army of ghosts you... or zombies is not really that difficult. Yeah, I'm just thinking, assuming you collect them over a period of time, like then army I'm ghosts. saying you mean a Pied Piper mm. for zombie ghosts. I was thinking the Pied Piper is a zombie ghost. Oh, no, also no. a possibility. What about two armies of ghosts? I mean, that's just two spells. <laughs> I like this. Also, come on. There's unsafe relinquishment of spells. Oh, yeah, because you doing can that do with it. a huge swarm of, of zombies is a what? Think about it. Bucket. Why not? Someone for the alternate relinquishment, make it make them into a ghost out of yeah. the spell that you're already relinquishing. See, is what I'm talking about. Get creative. See, I can play Amoros. There we go. Come on <laughs> out. Mm -hmm. The Guardians of the Veil would like to know your location. Um, Unsafe relinquish every day. As long as it's a cancel short the spell. spell. Yeah. Cancel the spell or dispel it and then cast it again. There you go. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, the Pied Piper was a night singer changeling leading zombie ghosts. What zombie ghosts are exactly, you know what? You just have to come zombie by Discord and find zombies. out. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
uh <laughs> countdown to war war crimes yeah 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 all right uh get the tail look at the tail is the tail actually on camera i'm making sure yes tail is on camera. oh lord so when we last left our mages <laughs> um y'all were in the as i called it the temple of times that didn't happen um Excuse me, the times that were not. I was like, that sounds terrible. Oh, there's the better, better way to say it. Um, where all the mages got glimpses of an alternate past if things had been different. Not necessarily even choices that they had made, just if things had gone differently and then the new paths, capital P, that they might have walked. Um, some of them were kind of bittersweet, like in the case of Baba Sarah actually getting to live with her family, uh, but never meeting Catherine. Others were a little bit darker in the fact that, you know, poor Arachne's family just, well, actually she left her family because she didn't want to be, uh, didn't want to be near them or just actually bright and shining. Like in case of Cloak's possibility of becoming an Abrimos and working alongside his mentor, different worlds, different times. Rilla, however, had no pasts visible. All she had were little glimpses of waking up and then suddenly the vision ended, moved to a different one. Very disjointed and not matching up with the experiences everybody else had. Some interesting inspection of somebody has tampered with or put a hold to the spell that should have let her see her past. And then Jules having a, a real having a real moment when he realized that yeah. hmm, if I had stayed with Mortimer and had awakened, uh, I turned into an asshole. And then Petricor came over and said, it's OK, I could be an asshole, too. It's like that's <laughs> not not anyone helping. could have been like. You're not special is what I'm trying to say. Want some special breed of asshole? It's <laughs> a regular asshole. Uh, not that bad. Got no dots empathy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> for you, it <laughs> was right. the worst day ever. You don't for need me, it. it was just a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, that is where we pick up. I don't know if there's further conversation or uh, investigation you all need to uh, look into to remind you all of what the last journal message had been was travel a day north and enter a place that is not study the terminated timelines of times that were not nightmares of the future may guard the path of your path uh, mm, may guard the path of your future but insight into what could have been may illuminate that same path and there is something that cloak took away from his observations or his experience that i didn't note last time mm -hmm. i forgot something was on my mind uh, he's recognized that adversity is not the only way for him to learn lessons now, considering, you know, he's he was all for Mastigos based on his own personal experience. And then, OK, this is like that seemed to reinforce his belief that you need to go through some kind of rigorous trial in order to understand yourself better. Mm -hmm. He sees himself as a as an Obrimos and recognizes that, oh, if you just focus on potential and try and realize it. You don't need to experience adversity necessarily, right? Mm -hmm. Or not necessarily even trauma, you know? Yeah, yeah. trauma. That's right. It could be challenging, right? But it doesn't have to be some some terrible experience that makes you confront your fears. 
you can confront your hopes, right? Engage your hopes, and that can lead you forward just as well. Yeah, if you guys have nothing further to dig into or converse, we kind of ended at a, a fairly good spot with um, Legba speaking with Rilla and talking about, you know, if paths had diverged, uh, yeah, that's what right. could have been and things like that. And, you know, she definitely was, you know, as mentioned before, she was pouting because well, I didn't get to see any cool pasts. Mm-hmm. And there, I know, um, Ash, just to remind, I don't remember how where you were in that, but there was that investigation about her destiny and nobody's messing with her or anything like that. I don't know. If there's yeah, I was looking there. at her. I was trying to find out what had screwed with her vision, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not on her or whatever it was. It was on the the spell that's the sitting spell there. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we can, I want to try to look at that some more. Okay. And to to remind you, because that is the one where you inspected it and just kind of rebounded off of it. Uh or actually no. No, I tried to um tried to push uh, to, the blockage. To make it work again, yeah, to get rid of the blockage mm-hmm. and it didn't work. Yeah. I failed the clash of wills automatically. Right. Yeah, so if you'd like, yeah, you can definitely go ahead and uh, roll Gnosis plus whatever arcana you would prefer to try and scrutinize said... Uh, uh, I feel like it needs to be Prime, just because I'm trying to figure out... I'm looking for, like, magic traces on it. Sure, and technically you can do that with any of them, but hey, I'm not going to complain about you rolling a smaller dice. Yeah, I just don't... It's not something I would think of as be related to fate... Holy moly, four successes, short of an exceptional, but uh, that's fine. Um, it does knock down the first level of opacity, um, so you're down to three. What I will give you from that, and it's kind of latent, um, whereas normally the signature Nimbus is something that one might need to dig down to find. Uh, here it is kind of scrawled right on top, or actually to, to kind of use the... Uh, metaphor it's that piece of paper underneath that somebody signed in and you can clearly see the impression but not necessarily the ink and you can see uh, a now quite familiar uh, nimbus of the scorched earth sunbaked um, actually let me go directly to my notes so I can read it verbatim uh, but yeah the surface has like cracks of like dry earth nubs of dead and dried plant roots smell of like dry dirt and scorching wind so yeah, this is the same one that I found on all the other spells I've looked at then yes yeah this is whatever okay. kind of obrimos vibe that you guys have been running into with whoever seems to be running this the person directing us yeah is apparently to my knowledge the person who specifically screwed with Rilla's. Correct. Yeah, I don't... I don't trust this book, guys. What do you mean? I mean, I already felt like we were being used. Um... But knowing that the person who has been doing all of these things 
is the same person who specifically broke Rilla's vision. Doesn't want her to see things. I don't like that. I don't trust it. I'm confused. You think that the person who wrote the journal is also the person who's preventing Rilla from seeing anything? To the best of my knowledge, that's what I'm seeing. Why would they create this effect and then also tamper with it? I assumed it was someone else, some seers perhaps, who are trying to mess with her. But it's it's the same. The Nimbus on the spell or the Nimbus on the tampering? The Nimbus on the tampering. Hmm. That is strange. I share your concern, but just as a counterpoint, <clears throat> what if following this is part of her destiny? And that seems like something that you might be able to investigate, right? I mean, her destiny is very nebulous. It's not positive or negative. It's you will change the world. What do you think, Willow? Mm. She kind of, you know, it's kind of very quiet thinking kind of face and is listening to the investigation and kind of see her kind of lean back and kind of shrug. She's like, I mean, at this point, we've gone this far. It seems not necessarily a waste because we've still learned much along this journey. But if we're so near to the end, I don't know that I could sleep at night knowing that I turned away from whatever this end is but I do think you know, we, we've been moving forward with caution and we continue to move forward with caution our eyes open uh, kind of gives Legba a nod it's like anything that could come at us we can see much of it and to turn away now when and you know there's a bit of greed on her face when she says it the promise of you know knowledge the ghost mentioned that there were you know treasures rewards at the end of this half of good enough for that's good enough for me half of dealing with the trap is knowing that it's there Petricor, sorry. Um, Petricor is going to, with her time sight on, there's, there was a time-based distortion around her. Was that right? Not around anybody. Hmm. And the only things of note 
in here besides you all normally are the six spaces that yeah six spaces that show other things which anybody can see with the prime site but not necessarily view and then there's an additional layer on top of rilla's that is pausing the effect and keeping it from right going so there's something there was something i noticed with my time site last session right it's just not on rilla yeah Mm -hmm. sure got it um using that as the subject but with the the sort of um idea as basically momentary flux Mm -hmm. um the idea of sort of sniffing out whether continuing to pursue this course of action is going to be um, good or petrichor. Uh, and specifically what uh, course of action are you uh, going through the, the, this course, this challenge? This ah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, hmm. with, with the understanding now that we have that there obviously is something going on with someone trying to minimize Rilla's involvement or prevent her from sure. completing it or something. Cool. Ah, yeah, roll eight dice. Cool. Uh, one is good enough. One is good, good enough. enough. It is beneficial for Petricor to continue this action. For Petricor. Mm -hmm. Specifically phrased, and I don't have any reach or potency to really fuck around with it with the base die pool of three right now. Um, so yeah, she'll add to the conversation that she is still committed to the path. And that her instincts tell her that it is still a good thing to do. Perhaps the reason why, Rilla, you are being prevented from seeing what was not is that you might reconsider your path as a will worker that realizing your destiny may fall or may may advance the plans of others than ourselves however that's the case with many things in life that there are consequences to our actions that have nothing to do with us that may benefit others and so in some ways, this may be a gift because you might experience regret or a desire to have a more simple existence. Perhaps as a school teacher, somewhere in a smaller place that no one visits and no one knows about, and you aren't able to expand your fertile mind or to seed your fertile mind with arcane growth. What if it's more than that? What if the 
particular circumstances of her awakening. A reimagining of the path that she could lead would rewrite it, reconnect her to a different world. Hmm. You can see Rilla is like taking this in, thinking about stuff, and I'm gonna ask ask what she's rolling for real quick. <laughs> um I'm just drawing a card into a quick divination on um how might I make contact with the other person writing in the journal? Because trying to write back to them hasn't worked. And we figured out when their messages are coming through. What can I do to actually get a message back to them? To communicate. Hmm. Debating if this is actually a clash of wills, but I don't think it is. Yeah, okay, cool. I like that. Um, so, yeah. You get from flipping over, you know, a couple cards and just this moment of inspiration of... If the journal is rewriting itself, that as soon as it starts to write, your best bet may be to write during then, because that is when the channel is open. Similar to what you'd looked at and heard from before, it's like, okay, that's the thing. And uh, kind of meta knowledge, we haven't really talked about it, but there are definitely times when Balbasir is opening the journal and it is actively being written, and sometimes it's uh, already written and so it feels like it is a very active like all right i'm updating the journal now on somebody's personal time clock um and it usually seems to happen in the mornings or at least after okay. a leg leg of a journey is done so so we need to interrupt them potentially okay so. Jules comes over, you know, well, is probably already over and, you know, comes alongside Rilla and, you know, there's some, you know, the quiet brotherly sisterly thing that they've kind of developed over time and makes a comment about, why are they picking on, on us? Is it because we're from London? <laughs> why, why are they hating? Uh, oh, honey. Kind of, yeah, uh, kind of, and very clearly he's just, you know, trying to you know, not not stir things up, but kind of not alleviate the situation, bring levity to the situation. Get there eventually. I think the firm takeaway, at least in my brain, is that the only reason I could imagine to shield you from what could have been. is to keep you focused one way or another on what is. Much of the journal has been kind of about that, not worrying about our pasts, and then now bringing us to see some guidance from our pasts, but all about 
our current futures. I guess. Yeah. If, if nothing else, I don't have anything to distract me about my past. Or, well, yeah. Past or pasts. At this point now. I don't like being singled out in this way, though. It does make me nervous. Is there anything you'd like to ask the person who's trying to talk to us? I just want to know if either of them serve the Exarchs. Everything else I can probably deal with. Negotiate. Fight. But if if the Iron Pyramid is after me, or these are them, that would make me turn from this path. And if we have a chance to get one short question or something That's like that. a pretty good one. Is that... Say, Thea, can we keep the book open? Just in general? Yeah. Jules interjects and says, you know, whoever is, well, kind of looks around. I guess we don't really need to keep watch in the normal way here, but I mean, at this point now, it's kind of habit for me, so sit with the journal open, and as soon as it seems to be doing anything, we holler. Arachne, couldn't you also predict when the journal will next be written in? Probably, yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and do the same die roll. No luck. I mean, I could just... Also, that three I got earlier was an exceptional success. Noted. Because divination is a... That's right, uh, it's your praxis. Uh, I can try again. Sure. Cool. No, I guess this is also not coming up against a spell. You're just trying to get information about a spell. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. In 10 hours. Okay. I would Thank still you. like to be on the watching it because we are in a realm right now where time is being messed with. So, um, you'll just set it out. Just then, keep an eye on it. And then gets up and starts to walk towards the door. Are we planning on staying here? Rilla, yeah, Rilla kind of stands up and kind of doesn't move, and she's like, "I'll be honest," because for you all, this is late afternoon. She's right. like, "I don't have any problem staying here. This seems safe. There's no wildlife, but you know, the grass is green and soft, and I think I can see a way to get down to the water from here." Mm. I mean, I'm not trying to be overly uh, hedonistic here, but compared to our previous travels, I'm I'm kind of okay sleeping here. 
and lights. And just that, I mean, yeah, if we have somebody on watch, that way, you know, the walls start to close in on us or something like that, we can get out. And she looks back and the heat mirage is not there. Oh, our door is gone. Your door is gone. I'm going to start walking that direction. <laughs> cool. Um, anybody else joining her or people setting out for camp or? Uh, okay. And yeah, I just want to see what is at the edge of where we came in. Yeah. So it's cliffside and things like that. And there are some paths and I think maybe Rilla goes with. And so it's the three of you. Um, and there's some paths that lead around and when you reach the edge and you kind of oh yeah we can follow this path around the cliffside and you come out the other side coming in towards the temple um, so it does Pac kind Manning. of loop around Pac-Manning yes screen wrapping there's a couple other terms you could use but yes um, it is a limited pocket dimension that loops in on itself and presently the way out is has disappeared mm-hmm well, the way you came in well, has disappeared. Yeah, do can have... we see any other ways? Nope. But I mean, there's like... Uh, you have, and we have space mage, yeah. The opener of ways. <laughs> but uh, Q, not exactly beach episode kind of thing. But yes, for the first time in a while, you all are able to actually bathe. And yeah. Clean up, wash. Rilla definitely does like, I am getting everybody's laundry. Let's do this. And she's just and of course, this is Rilla. She's not actually doing any labor. She doesn't have wisdom eight. She's definitely dropping the water in the ocean and stirring that shit up with some forces (laughs) then pulling things out. Afterwards, she's like, we probably could have cleaned this with matter. (laughs) But yeah, there is definitely this kind of, at least in my head, a moment of like, oh, okay, hey, a kind of rest of our labors, our travel, we can't go anywhere. Well, we can, but we have no need to. We have no guidance in where to go, things like that. And honestly, having the door closed is not a problem for us when it comes to leaving, and it stops anything else from getting in. Mm-hmm. So... I am concerned that it's not going to be dark here. <laughs> that is the other thing I was going to bring up. Yeah, the, the sun is perpetually late evening, not quite dusk, uh, but the sun is out on the horizon. Um, oh, it's yeah. a golden hour all the time here. Yep. Of course. Of course it is. Get yep. out your cameras, everybody. Yep. Uh, so there's definitely some like, oh, it's time to go to bed. <clears throat> That's not annoying <laughs> looking out at the ocean, but makeshift we... eye masks. <laughs> yep. A little shaping can help with that, though. That's true. Yeah, give yourselves a little little cover mm-hmm. to make everybody blind. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everybody's just fine with that. Yeah, it's fine. He'll punch up from a short distance away. I can just shape shadows to block off the door. Oh, that's true. You just bring up the bring up the shades on the whole temple. <laughs> just the, the literal shades. Yeah. 
<laughs> Preferably not actually literal shades because, again, have issues trying to sleep. And they're just sitting there, just the low. It's like, mm -mm, mm -mm. I do not need the hum, the, the Gregorian well, chant mortals. of the dead. <laughs> we'll be waiting. Yes. Marley and Marley start singing rattling chains. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. Uh, so you all, uh, for, you know, without getting into details, make dinner, go to sleep, rest, put up a watch just to keep an eye on the journal itself, right? Uh, contrary to usual, Theo doesn't like leap to make dinner or anything like that. So unless somebody asks her about it or does it themselves. Oh yeah, Rill is more than happy to. Um, and I'm sure at this point you guys have kind of settled into a routine, especially like nobody should have to make dinner and breakfast every morning or evening. So yeah, and everybody here I think is 100% capable. Wildlife? There's no wildlife. That is definitely one of the right. bigger things. Like there is the sound of surf and a little bit of wind. Otherwise, this place is silent. Is there actual surf? Yeah, the, the water down below is moving and stuff like that, but you can, you know, if you were to go down in there and just meta-nodge, I don't care if you know, if you go down, you can only go so far. It's probably only six, seven feet deep. And no fish. No fish. It is salt water, if we want to get into the details. It's a good simulacrum of Greek beachside cliff side. Until you hit the, the wall and start touching the painted clouds. Yes. Get a Truman Show thing. Yep. So the next morning um, 10 hour oh, yes. Can I interject that night? Mm -hmm. um, Theo wants to try something different this time. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, she'll go into her uh, Neros. Sure. Um, and if uh, Damon doesn't want to engage, that's totally fine. Um, she's going to wander away from the carts a little bit to where there just happens to be like a little mine shaft, an old timey sort of one man operation mine shaft. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she'll... by by old timey, you mean absolutely modern and with it. <laughs> sure, sure, yes. But it's a, it's a, the kind of mine that one person would be working. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not you. a big, huge operation with a bunch of workers or anything. It's just like a hole in the ground with a little... Just enough wood to it. support it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there's a minecart in there, and she's just going to get into the minecart and start rolling down the mine shaft, thinking that she wants to... She's got... Um, um, Catherine fixated in her mind, thinking that this is the Legba did stuff with ships and stuff like that, but this is more of Theo's vibe. So like she's that. gonna explore this mine shaft, hoping it gets her to Catherine. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, no, no sign of your daemon. You know, you've got some Goetia wandering around camp and stuff like that, but. You know, kind of watch you wander off and nope, headed over to the hills. Okay. And next thing we know, you're having a Donkey Kong Country kind of moment riding down this rail yes. cart. Um, and, I was thinking more, you know, Indiana Jones, but go ahead. Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, 
at you hit. Well, actually, yeah, you probably have this, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of surrendering to your own Neros and this path. And there's a moment where it's like, that is definitely a dead end of this mine shaft and you know, reach for the brakes, but it's too late and feel yourself careen into this wall, but the wall gives. So there's that motion of feels like hitting almost gel, right? It catches you and then you get kind of pulled through. Um, it's very kind of this amorphous, actually probably from your perspective, it probably reminds you of plasm, right? And the, the ectoplasm kind of stuff that you've interacted with, with ghosts where it's not quite solid, but, and then come out the other side to where you have, uh, for lack of a better term, the Oneros of Catherine Moody, which, yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure what arrival to her feels like. I, th I'm, I feel like it's probably, especially coming from the West Coast and stuff like that, it's probably a harbor or something similar. Um, it probably doesn't look like Port-au-Prince, but it's a, it's another harbor. Uh, ships coming in and you find yourself stepping off of a ship and you're like, hang on, where'd the minecart go? And then looking around and seeing, um, cause Catherine was down in San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it probably looks like San Francisco, uh, which of course this is, you know, f early forties. Population 500. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The harbor is like just a little pier and yeah. A couple piers, a um, couple ships. Yep. So composure five, Theo's not all that, put out by any of the transitions and stuff like that, just sort of rolling with it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I guess she'll head towards the center of town. Cool. Because um, I'm not exactly prepped for this. Long term, what are you <laughs> trying, to, or trying to get out of your little trip here? Um, I'm trying to communicate to... Uh, what Theo wants to do is let Catherine know that everything's fine, but we're going to be longer... That we planned is what she hopes to accomplish with this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she's able to do that or not, but gotcha. that's okay. her, her objective in coming here. Okay, cool. And that, that's what and I thought, the, but I just um, wanted to double yeah. check. Um, so notably, walking around here, you definitely feel like the, the rest of the world is kind of sluggish and not necessarily in full motion. And everything has got this kind of sleepy vibe um things aren't super active there's no uh hustle and bustle the way all the other oneroses that you have visited have been you are in a sleeper's oneros uh yes. you also feel very watched every it's not even necessarily like the goetia that walk that pass you you just have this constant like I think sort of inception like almost um, everybody's aware there's an intruder or something a little bit of that and a little bit of like there's an unseen force watching you that you've never felt in any other Oneros. Uh This isn't a daemon watching. This is something else. It's not necessarily malevolent, but it is um, otherworldly and not necessarily have your oh. best interests in mind. Yes. <laughs> All right. 
um, the abyss. <clears throat> rolling with the flow, she's going to head towards the center of town. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and we used to stay in a boarding house, so she's kind of looking for a building that matches that sort of shape or impression. Sure. No problem. Um, and then she'll head in and check their room. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah, you definitely find it. And I think less of you're in the waiting room of the Oniros and more of you step into those memories. Um, and so you can kind of see Catherine and you heading into this, you know, room. And so you start watching a memory of, you know, that time, um, basically as a passenger along Catherine's viewpoint, right? Which is kind of weird because you're seeing yourself, which, especially in, you know, 1840s, this is weird. Uh, it's not anywhere near like watching video of yourself in modern times. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so you can see there. Um, actually, I think we could even go so far as just to make this easy. And because it's there's there's no heavy drama here, so long as you're not using magic. Um, finding uh, a <laughs> use magic. Um, is finding a memory at some point where you two were talking and making some comments about, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll be home late, you know, or something like that. And uh, kind of nudge that a little bit forward in Catherine's mind um, and kind of make it an active memory. Uh, while she's sleeping, something that comes up to her in her dreams. The problem is you're in her Oniros and you need to get into her dreams. It's more of a mind thing. Uh, but here you can kind of see memories, yeah. see thoughts. Hopefully I can like, you know, let a fire lantern go or whatever to let right. it float into where it wants to go. Okay. Yeah, and kind of like, all right, <clears throat> this is this is my attempt from here and, you know, see where that goes. Um, but of course won't necessarily know until later, but you can also leave her a message. Yeah, there was a, on our way out, she's going to go to the front desk and say, I'd like to leave a message for Catherine Louis. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> actually, to, to, to roll with that. Yeah, there's there's a, uh, you know, the. The lady of the house for lack of a better term right mm -hmm. uh, who looks at you and she is most definitely not the woman that you rented this home from before uh, she actually looks well probably what you would imagine Catherine's mother or aunt to look like Okay. Uh, okay. there's a strong disapproving look on her face but she jots down a little message and rolls it up and slides it into a little message box kind of gives you a look and says <laughs> I'll deliver the message but you probably shouldn't stay and like compared to the other Goetia that you've seen passing or walking by it's like who are just watching you this is I wouldn't say uh, she's not mad at you she's just a little disappointed <laughs> 
All right. Um, and then I'll head back. Can I just wake up from here? Yeah, yeah. or more specifically, just, you know, especially since you were already kind of resting, just kind of settle back yeah. into your own Eros and then back into your dreams. And you actually get a willpower tonight, Craig. <laughs> oh, Heck yes. Awesome. Yeah. Success. Mm -hmm. Like that. It's like, I'm just going to engage with the daemon and be like, can you, can you pass this message on? Like, I don't like you and That's I don't, great. I don't appreciate what you do to Catherine, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that morning, uh, as you all are kind of waking up and especially considering the 10 hours are there, um, you know, don't exactly have a stopwatch or anything like that. Mm. Well, I guess you probably Just, could. I mean, we had someone on watch for this purpose. Right. And, and we have somebody with time sight who right. will be able to just Two know more sight how much time has passed. Right? Three people, I think, actually, with real life. But yes, uh, that's very true. Um, you good over there, Ralph? Yeah, I oh, think so. Okay. Cool. Now, yep. can you hear me? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great, great, great. There was something I wanted to do last night, but it doesn't actually have to be at night. So okay, what's up? It can be um, it can be during the day. Let's let's wait till after what's going on with the journal. Okay, cool. Um, so I actually kind of I like the idea of just not necessarily even a spell, just like a bit of a mental trick for any of you who have time sight and just being like, oh, ten hours. Um, just and there's the three of you. Uh, I think it's just three of you, right? Nobody else has time. That's yep. And just the sudden scramble of the mental clock going off and oh, and running to the journal. Right. And Rilla, just because she's the one who's got the, the nice handwriting and stuff like that, jumps in there. And as soon as paper, well, not paper, but ink seems to be settling into the top of the page. She doesn't even bother trying to read that. She's down at the bottom as you know, predetermined. You guys had to plan out. Are you with, do you serve the Exarchs? How, how do you guys want to phrase it? So I'm not from Chris there. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think do you serve the Exarchs is good. Cool. Um, and so that gets scribbled down and then you can look up at the top as your message has gone through and, you know, ships in the night kind of situation here. There's the first message that handwriting, right? It says no riddle. No guidance. I will find you in the shadow or I will not. As soon as that message, you know, you get that nice clean period and almost immediately there's another one that says her search nears an end. Go home, please. Down near your message, your little question mark and stuff like that, there is just Actually, I think you even see it cut off. You see a big N and half of an O. Hmm. But which one? Yeah. Hmm. Well, one of them has been talking to us in riddles. And one of them has been talking to us directly. Why true? I feel like getting an answer as direct as what is probably the word no mm -hmm. um, aligns better with the second. It could very well be 
none deserve my service except for the general. Sure. <laughs> it, yeah, it could Not be Not going to tell things. you. Yeah, I imagine the, the, the whole circle of you are like, it could be this, but It could be, no, it could be any what number word, of It words. starts with F and ends with K, you know what I mean? Right. Fire truck. Chat goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, of note, uh, as this closes well not doesn't close as the message uh completes that channel closes um immediately everybody you have a little peripheral mage site tingle uh for ash it is tied to space um for uh leg butt your inward outward eye kind of extends out down that path and finds a thing that you cannot see through Mm. but it has a similar shape and look to that heat mirage but instead of having something beyond it it's just more gray mist kind of thing ah okay maybe it has an indeterminate destination or they don't want you to see yeah that's true could be cloaked and veiled Mm -hmm. interesting if they wanted me to see the iris but not where it leads of note, everybody can see the iris, but for you, you have that kind of different perspective of this should go. Th- where does this you go? You should be able oh, to see I through see. it, and you can't. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Cool. Um, do you like wander aloud at this at all? Yeah, definitely. At this point, like was being, um, um, yeah, much more vocal. I think you've all observed that when he's considering something instead of keeping it to himself, brooding about it, and then bringing it right. up later. I think Petricor just like sort of a friendly clap on the back. It's like it's probably just somewhere you're you don't belong. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. Well, then where should we go? Oh, explicitly, we should go through it. <laughs> okay. You're just not looking with the right eyes. Oh. Oh, I see. And Considering you're saying this, you think this she's is like she has a shadow, right? But she's, yeah, she's explicitly confident. Oh. Like this is my time. Ah, uh, okay. I'll and find you in the us, shadow. And like as she's walking on and seeing us, how no one else has studied the spirits with me. <laughs> Jules is like the fuck. <laughs> Capital S, darling. I love you. <laughs> it's like he's over here packing some stuff up. It's like this is bullshit. I'm trying as hard as I can. And she kind of trots down there to go take a look. Okay. Um, everybody else? I have, is- mm-hmm. I have a new question for the journal the next time we see her writing. Okay. I want to know what she's after. Okay. Noted. Hopefully you can get more than one and a half letters. A letter and a half. <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to think of a way of like a spell I have. Mm-hmm. That might help me know that, but I don't see any way it could. Letter P and half of an O pop up. Oh, she wants <laughs> poo? Um, so everybody else is packing up. Jules, no, excuse me. Well, yeah, Jules and Isabel headed down to take a look at the the iris. Exit. The exit, yeah. Um... I will go ahead and tell you. Sorry, Chris, we're not there yet. Um, it leads 
somewhere and you immediately go, that's not a doorway into the shadow. Right. Yeah. Sorry, we're not quite there yet. It was a good guess. Uh, it is a very say. good guess, considering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Isabel comes back straight up pouting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the shadow. Ah. <laughs> Which. Maybe it's also a place you're not supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you, you watch as Rilla, you know, sees that reaction and looks from Legba to Petrichor to Baba Sarah and, like, makes a face. The Obrimos and goes, Oh, there is. Oh, oh, yeah. What? Welcome back. (laughs) I mean, there is that, and it is kind of gray and dark. Or it could just be cloaked. I'm going to go with Blitz. It's cloaked. It's, it's like Bud. It's like Bud. <laughs> um, well, let's find out. Yeah. So um, if now would be a good time before we do that. Yep. There is a thing that like Bud was going to attempt last night that he can do it this morning or, you know, right before we leave. So his conversation with Theo, I think I mentioned inspired him to consider another way to use his magic and before he had been thinking you know the discussion about okay you're forging ties of sympathy through thought sure that thought in effect represents connection right that the astral realms is an uh, a place of connection it's just if you want to call it solidified connection Mm -hmm. right it's made corporeal in the form of goetia and when he realizes that he's like okay wait a minute what does it mean when you realize when you've gotten to the point where you can perform the practice of patterning? You can turn one thing into another. And so it leads him to believe that now he can forge chains from mental iron. And so he's going to try and do that before we leave. He's just going to try and use Salazar's name and his memory of him to create, to transform it temporarily into a sympathetic connection to him. That's it. He's not going to take advantage of that. But he's just going to try and see if he can pattern those things into between each other, between those different forms. So literally taking and trying to create a sympathetic connection out of a memory. Yes, exactly. Out of the name and the memory. So the name, of course, being, you know, sympathetic representation. But what he's thinking of, okay, is like, I know this guy. I've interacted with this guy. I can think of this guy. I have the memory in mind. It's vivid. And I have his name. And that's probably enough mental significance for me to pattern it into an actual sympathetic connection. Sure. Um, now, I will note, I think you probably have a sympathy, a already have a sympathetic connection to him. Oh, really? OK, I mean, gotcha. considering he hasn't interacted t- with him that much. It's less necessarily the interaction and more the thought mm-hmm. process. If you think about all the, uh, okay. how much you have put into the astral side of things. And yeah. being ready for him and thinking about him and stuff like that. This is one of those examples oh, of a very one-sided sympathetic connection where you may have a weak connection to this subject of an obsession. Okay. Whereas on Great. his side, he's like, I don't, I remember this guy who <laughs> throttled me. 
<laughs> well, excellent then. Because then he's thinking he needs to do that. And then he probably realizes, oh, wait a minute. I have organically formed this through this process of thinking about it. So that that confirms a suspicion of his, which will then lead to the second thing he was going to attempt after he confirmed that it would work with Salazar is he's going to try and create a pattern, a sympathetic connection to um, Mr. Marsh from New York. The one who was taken. Oh, okay. Shane. Yeah, Shane. Yeah. Shane, Shane Bauer. Yeah. Sorry, not Marsh. Um, Mar- I think it's not Marsh with San Francisco. Bauer. Yeah, but definitely not yeah, Bauer. Shane Bauer, yeah. It's not Bauer? Oh, that's right. Isabel. <laughs> I, I mean, Gisela Bauer. Name. God, I'm making lots of mistakes here. Man, I'm All with you. in one, just, yep. Uh, cramming them together there. We got um, first names named Shane. Good yep. enough. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I uh, screwed up. I recognize that. Um, I should have checked Conca. All right. So, uh, Legba would like to, yes, um, try and create this sympathetic connection because it isn't ex nihilo, right? It's not um, from nothing. He right. is patterning one thing into another. Yeah. So, and I'm calling this forging chains from mental iron. And I don't need um, advanced duration because I just want it to be instantaneous. I want to see if I can do it. Proof of concept spell. Yes, exactly. And I'm, then I'll reinforce it if necessary. Go ahead. I'm looking at our list of, of the names. I'm going to post these in rule 20. Does he not have last name? Oh, no. It's it's worse than that, kids. There's no Shane in there. <laughs> oh, I don't know where we it's got Samuel Shane. Dawson. Must Samuel be Samuel Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. Samuel? Samuel Dawson. Okay. Why was I thinking of Shane? Who knows? I don't know. But yes. The movie? The Western? I think I must be thinking of the Western. Could have been. That's but yes, why. feel free to go ahead and roll. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So, and of course, um, as uh, I haven't completed the month of dedication yet, I have to use all three of those yantras that I am dedicating. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I will go ahead and tell you, because you do not have a sympathetic connection. Actually, you probably do have a sympathetic connection to Samuel Dawson now that I think about it. But regardless, um, and this is something we can definitely tr- add about afterwards. I don't know that you could turn, you could create a sympathetic connection to them. Well, I guess you're targeting the sympathetic connection itself and pointing it at something else. Huh. I hadn't thought about that. That's something worth discussing. For now, I'm okay with it. Uh, we'll discuss um, because that's some weird stuff that could go awry. But um, yeah, for now, yeah. Take a existing sympathetic connection and point one end to a different thing. In this case, Samuel Dawson. You know the sympathetic name. You know who they are. Uh, I wasn't trying to take Salazar's connection and move it over. Okay. I was trying to create it from the memories of Sam and Dawson. Oh, gotcha. I'm turning memories into a sympathetic connection. Gotcha. Yeah, patterning. Just this straight patterning one into another, right? In the purview of mind, using those memories and the significance in mind and trying to pattern that into sympathy, which is in the purview of space. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, which does mean that you suddenly lose the memories of Samuel Dawson, but you have a connection to this guy. And I'm, I'm imagining you didn't grab all of your memories of Samuel Dawson, um, but yeah, it took some no. of them and converted them into a sympathetic connection. I like yes. that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Um, okay, I so it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This is really exciting for Legba. <laughs> so what? Um, when he does for all this, the bad guys too. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. All right. <laughs> so, um, uh, Legba's um kind of sitting there uh, before we leave, and then um. He exults. Yes! I did it! <laughs> Everybody turns. Oh. Well, actually, I guess I guess there's a peripheral mage sight tingle from everybody of space and mind. And then everybody looking over and going, well, I think Rilla says, uh, we can tell you did something. <laughs> what exactly did you do? I had a recent conversation with Theo. About the nature of connection through our minds in the astral realms. And it led me to thinking more about why those connections form. And what it means to be connected to someone else. Feelings, thoughts. What is sympathy? And why are mind and space joined in the path of the Mastigos? And it helped me realize that now that I have attained adepthood in both mind and space, that I might be able to convert one thing into another if they truly are one and the same. Just different sides of one coin. And so I took some of my memories of Samuel Dawson and I patterned them into a sympathetic connection to him. Which means, and he turns to Gisela, um, if we still want to help him, I can find him. It also means that we can find others if I have memories of them. And it also means that, and of course he's realizing the import of his words, if anyone has a, a strong memory of us, and they also have the same ability to pattern it into a connection that the protections we have around Purgatory Bluff might not be as impermeable as I'd hoped. Tension, because you can take an inventory of somebody's mind. You could take somebody else's memories and forge those into your connection too, right? Indeed. That's a handy ability. Yes, and also I recognize quite exploitable. I think we keep that quiet. Yes. Which isn't to say that no one else has thought of it before, but let's not tell Agrok. No. I think think that's kind of our our baseline principle is don't tell Agrok. Is your worry (laughs) that people could bypass the shield of protection we have by just going from outside to inside via disconnection? Or pulling you, any of us, out. So, let's as, take a break. As you all have that yeah, realization... Yeah, let's take a break and do some, um, <laughs> some troubleshooting. We'll do, we'll do that. Um, and uh, when we come back, we will step through this portal. 
so uh, YouTube guys back in a second. Twitch guys, um, we'll be back when technical difficulties are resolved. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Cool. We're yeah. back. Um, and we're going to jump right into things before uh, before Ralph's mic dies again. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, don't don't jinx it. Uh, that said, if you're at home right now laughing because you jinxed or gremlined up or something, Ralph's mic, haha. We know who it was. We will be seeing you. Uh, you won, y'all. You won. You did it. A simple stop. focused mage site will have your Nimbus. <laughs> That's right. And we're coming for you. About, about to go into the guy who's like, I, I know your IP address. I'm sending the exactly. FBI. Yep. Not yep. bored. Marines coffee pasta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, after the experiment with uh, memory and sympathetic connection and uh, the realization of this doesn't look like it goes into the shadow, the uh, the group of you get kind of gathered together. Uh, note the heat mirage iris that is quite visible, but not visible through or it's not transparent, I guess. Um, is smaller than the last, like, house size. This is much smaller, um, to the point that it looks like it barely fits the wagon. Um, and, uh, yeah, so how do you, I mean, I imagine you guys step through it, but, um, We can deal with that. Oh, I mean, it, yeah, it's gonna fit fine, that's just a little narrative thing. Um, how do you wish to go through like in what order or such? Uh, Patrick will take point. Okay. But um, considering that the space uh, challenge the space aspect of the journey is still impending you're roboting and, um, and lagging. This is good. It seems. Yep. Seems to. See if be you working. can get into roll twenty and roll that spell real quick. Yeah. Let's see if I can do that. Because uh, right, worst comes go. to worst, if Getting we up. if we run into another extended issue, we'll uh, I'll do a little intro, tell you guys what you're seeing as you step through, and we will pick up next week. Cool. That way we Bell's don't. coming up. Great. Bounce back and forth on this. Same as before. Put that wheelie in there because it's fun. I'm never big numbers. Ain't no exceptional. Nope. But yeah, place but, a um, ward over everybody. On everybody, advanced potency, uh, cool. advanced duration. Up and, to and by subjects, do you mean? Yeah. Do you include the cart and horses or the wagon? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. I figured you had enough reach for that, but want to be sure. Okay. Cool, yeah. Ensure that, yes, nobody is fucking with your persons. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, and. 17 dice. Mm -hmm. Well, you get that mm -hmm. five gnosis in there as base. Five gnosis? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's five gnosis. We're about to be six. We're about to be six. Gotta get that fourth attainment. Are Baby. we playing the same game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we were trying to Nine, take it slow. Yep. <laughs> That that very quickly, uh, yeah, went sideways. No, we're, we're you're you're well, good. Leg was trying to not cast spells. Yep. 
Easy, the only way to do that is to get a legacy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> easiest way to keep wisdom. Uh, cool. Yep. Warded. And it's real important to him. Jules and Isabel um, leading the horses uh, just because you've got that kind of right. low ceiling there. Step through. So you were the first to see and then everybody else follows through. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, you step out of an alley into the streets of London. Oh, shit. Smog kind of chokes the sky. You got mud all over the street. Eyes of people passing by kind of drag over all of you, especially dressed as you are. And, you know, with this very provincial wagon, right? Uh, Judging you at your arrival. But, you know, nobody stops uh, to really make note. They're just moving past you. You have a couple people who, you know, kind of grumble under their breath as the horse and wagon kind of gets in the way. But people just kind of walk around the wagon or just, you know, straight through it. Um, And really is looking around and kind of looks up and says, it's been a while since we've left London, um, but I'm sure I'd remember that. And pointing up through the kind of low gray reddish smog of London, you know, right in the middle of Victorian Industrial Revolution, all them coal forges and all such. Um, and you can see um, London above you. One kind of spread uh-huh. out <laughs> this way and you can see the curve of the earth above you making this kind of wave pattern of more of London from your angle. uh, Mm -hmm. This is this is clearly more London than London ever had. Mm. Um, And I will reiterate because I sped past it quickly. Um, Yes, some of the people passing by are literally walking through your wagon. Ah. Like Bum. Anybody no. got any bright Where ideas here? Are we? Yeah. You can let me find out. Yeah. National Tournament of Age Sites and look Space at the knowledge. Sure. people. Um if you wish, you can take a plus two Yantra bonus for uh using space magic here. Sweet. Oh, you've already rolled. Been 16. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, but no, it's not a plus two. <laughs> it's just a Yantra bonus. No, I know. Oh, oh no, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess technically I don't think you'd be able to because you're already using your three Yantras. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, five successes. Well, I mean, I'm at five, so I can use four Yantras, but um, oh. I haven't, I didn't use any spell factor penalties, so yeah. I really had the max of five Yantra bonus. Uh, but yeah this is um oh oh yes it's an eon no <laughs> wait what's the space version I'm trying to remember this is an emanation realm emanation uh realm. so cool. specifically from your like what is this place um mm-hmm. you get smacked with a, in the face with capital s the streets of london oh cool 
Um, and as you are kind of discovering this, yeah, uh, da, 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 get back to my notes. Um, the rest of you are noticing that while the six of you plus horses and wagon are kind of stationary, uh, initially probably at the sidewalk and then eventually into the street, um, everything is moving around you. And by everything, I mean, you can look over and watch the storefronts kind of sliding by. The sidewalks appear to be in motion, escalating, escalate. Well, yeah, sure. Um, moving people, you know, people mover style as people are walking on them. And some people are moving against them, against said moving sidewalk with no concern whatsoever. Everything is shifting, moving. And London is a busy place. Oh, it is. <laughs> I think I'm going to be ill. Yeah, um, I would just want to start, like, looking closely at the the people, oh, like, fabulous. my mage site. That. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> initial, uh, especially using your mage site, um, these people have no destinies, they have no real existence, they are very clearly one track, um, which seems to have, um, from your perspective... No branching decisions, but there is this kind of cycle feel to everything They're you on a see. Loop, kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, seems to be about twenty-seven and a half hours. Mm. Uh, that has no particular significance. I just thought I'd include it. Uh, it's not quite twenty-four hours, right? Uh, Does like reaching out and trying to get their attention? Oh, they, they look at you. And, they look at us. Okay, yeah, they look at you and kind of make faces at you uh, a couple times. There are people walking through and they will you know kind of sidestep you but occasionally there's that group of people or somebody's carrying a bunch of boxes and doesn't see you and depends on the particular person but some of them kind of gumby around you um others move um in a very unsettling motion that feels uh, as if they're anatomically moving through you without getting into too much body horror. Nope, not okay with this. And then there are other people who seem to just phase through you at, you you know, the atomic level. Mm-hmm. Any of these folks have souls? No. Yeah, they're not... They're certainly something, but they're not people. Mm-hmm. Uh, further inspection, uh, especially with life magic, where you're comparing these people to the base template of human, uh, at a glance, they seem fine. But at any kind of intense inspection, um, you notice not all of them, well, actually, all of them have something wrong with them, but it's only when you actually pay attention. Um, you watch a handsome, you know, dapper man with his top hat walk by and he has a square jaw. No, literally square. Um, you have, you know, uh, a, you know, a woman who's done up and she's got her corset that brings her waist in impossibly tight um, down to... <laughs> Thought a size zero was bad. Welcome to nil values. Um, and uh, that's almost a torso 
hovering over a set of legs. Right. Almost. And you just have yeah. that point that, you know, the idealized form. And it's and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. in that particular case. Yes. Uh, but in some cases, it's, you know, their elbows or their elbows. These are your shoulders um, come to points where it's just it is a joint and it just moves and it doesn't care about the actual physics of linking and anatomy. Um, like stick figures mm-hmm. in some cases and all all of them are just different you actually have a moment where it's like oh they're unique like humans um everybody has something inhuman about them the one thing that is consistent among all of them is their irises are a shift uh, shifting geometric shape um so they go from square to triangle to circle to, you know, just kind of shifting and maintains the, you know, color and then the black dot of the pupil, but it just can continually shifting and changing. Um, of note, um, if any of, well, yeah, actually, if any of you like start to pay attention to any person, all of a sudden you are no longer with the group. And so actually we'll have Rilla do it. And Rilla kind of looks over at a gentleman and kind of steps away from the group a little bit. And all of a sudden she is now moving and kind of has latched onto this person. So even though she is standing still to look at this person, all of a sudden she is being dragged in their wake, moving along and comes away from you. And so she has to kind of scramble back. Um, If at any point any of your minds wander and you do not think of standing in a group, you start to get separated by the motion of the streets of London. We become subject to its actions and its expectations. Um, A little bit more of your place is relative to your attention. Uh, Mm. So if all of you decide, hey, I want to go into that shop, then that shop stops. Well, you all stop sliding away from the shop and move with it. Uh, This causes a lot as, as you start to notice the the inhuman nature of this place becomes more obvious you see other people phasing through each other mm-hmm. matter and you know physical connection uh physical interactions don't matter it's the yep. connection and space between people and things and objects are what matter is there a light beam we can ride on i want to perform an experiment and scoop einstein Right. No. Uh, actually, of note, uh, yeah, looking about, there is no sun, but there does seem to be coming from the smog and this kind of red brown kind of light and feels very industrial sun coming through, but there's no solid orb of light in the sky. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to turn to her and be like, how or what is the best way that you know of? To get out of London. I... A boat? If we want to... I mean, if, you know, the River Thames to Upper... Um, I don't know. You can see, she's not really... I would have thought, thought a train would be. A train would also work, yes. Um, but yeah, no, she is very much distracted of seeing her hometown, because she's actually from London. Technically, Jules is not. Jules is from a little bit north. Um, she's like, no, I want to, like, she's, I'm not about to leave. I have so many things to figure out here. But if- So with our mates, can we determine what, like, if there's anything 
this is emanation realm, right? Mm-hmm. The weather now so, that's how much you all know that might be an intellectual cult role. Probably uh, not a whole lot, mm-hmm. unless you interrogated the uh, Diamond Order folks about these. Right. Like this room, the astral realms. We spent that year collecting knowledge. If you'd like me to make an occult roll and see sure. what the significance of an emanation realm is to him, I'm happy to. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, let me get back over to my direction. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, common folk appear to be going about their business in pantomime of humanity, a kind of teeming mass. Um, there are various different distortions. Okay, cool. Yeah, I did go over all my initial stuff low poly people is not a bad interpretation poorly rendered people might be a better way to look at it and craig were you also rolling intellect plus occult i couldn't tell okay it it is it is your call i don't know if because i know you actually had a little bit more interaction with the uh the diamond order and then willpower and make it rote two successes mm-hmm. and like oh, three um so yeah the between the two of you and geasily uh, yeah. and probably even roulette yeah there's there's a bit of discussion of this place does not respond to the normal laws of physics see london in the sky things are not normal these are not human um there's clearly something going on here. And so best guess, I'll put your head together and okay, it's an emanation realm, which you guys know from basically three lines of information. Uh, basically, these don't follow any particular guidelines other than it's a place where an arcana is very close to material realm. And so that is a portion of the supernal that one can enter and explore to a point. But that and what is... what Arcana would be applicable here? Space. Space? Yes. Do you see supernals? Everything you all see is a supernal being. Uh, oh, the me, people? Supernal entity, I should say. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, the supernal beings one summons is a little bit different because those are tied to your path. But yeah, these are all supernal entities. Yep. You know, ranks zeros effectively. What we are seeing are the denizens of the supernal representation of the idea Streets of London. It worries me that we're of all of the space things to be in, we're in one that is particularly London. Your audio's out. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, man. Well, it's not the mic. Because... Because right? hmm. you all went there, and it was... the Realm of Seers? Or at least the place that they dropped in on was definitely heavily seer-controlled. Mm-hmm. Diamond Order probably mentioned that, you know, any major city is going to have Sears have and Diamond Order. Yeah. Okay. Another mark in your column of suspicion against Rilla. No, against. But. Yeah, Rilla's like, rude. 
We visited one part of London, which had seers in it, which did not lead me to think that London was a bastion of seers, any more so than New York might be. But I didn't explore all of it, so I can't assert that the seers aren't in control of London, just that what I saw didn't convince me that they were necessarily. Okay. I will say that uh, the streets of London, I think, have a number of space aspects that make it reasonable for me to witness a supernal representation. There are many places to go. All roads lead somewhere. There's constant connection and movement between people. And there are people of different backgrounds and shapes. London is a center of civilization. And so it would be a really good place either to get lost or to find the person that you're always meant to find. And maybe to take inspiration from what we read in the journal this morning, we're supposed to try and navigate our way through the streets of London and find ourselves in the shadow. And so, Rilla, in a question similar to what Gisela just asked you, where would be the best place to go in London if we wanted to walk through the shadows? She kind of makes a face and like, I mean, and bear in mind, of course, at this time, the London Underground does not exist. Um, they've just started making a walkway bridge under the Thames. Um, but she actually wouldn't even be aware of that. Um, but she's, uh, I mean, imagine some place of travel from from here. But that's if you're assuming this place has a place of travel. That's not what I mean. I'm asking a different question. If we think of, and uh, he turns to Pet, Legba turns to Petchcorn and, and says, forgive me if I'm off the mark here, but if we think of the shadow or the realm of spirits as a representation of feeling, a place where the beings that feed on our feelings are resident, call it home. I'm asking about a place that feels like the shadowy part of London. A representation of London that has more of its baser impulses. If we were to walk in the shadows, I mean, where would we find a place in London that represents a connection to the idea of London's shadows? Places of emotion? Uh, theaters? Or... I feel like the river might also be a good... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is... <laughs> The soul of the city. Hmm. Those aren't bad ideas. I, I, I might not be as direct as I thought I was. Um, where can I find someone who is selling drugs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually kind of the same places. River Thames has a, uh. you know, and theater. Dist I mean, you know how actors are. I mean, any apothecary for... will give you cocaine. That's true. <laughs> In this game, John. Yep. I'm looking for a realm of thieves and murderers. Bruh. Down by the river. Yep. 
in a rather prime, uh... Shoot, I just lost the word. Prime time for opium dens. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, that's... True. That's true. Um, right. And she, like, starts to look around and of note, uh, now that you all are, like, looking for directions, um, you all see as, you know, the streets move, and then you have cross streets that bypass, um, and you have this continual motion. The very rare street sign that actually is visible is written in high speech um, and are mm-hmm. definitely not London street names. Um, things of like the four, the fourth turning of the third quadrant. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, some of these things like that. The shop signs are all not necessarily mockery in a like intentional way, but it's like, you know, so-and-so's seamstressy, but just the words aren't quite right and it is very much a like imitation of human culture by people or things that do not understand it Mm. um this is where we will introduce some of uh some of the locals uh i hate it here i would just like to be on record (laughs) uh perfect as you verbalize that um a uh pair of gentlemen show up um wearing blue uniforms and mm-hmm. heads and coats and tall top hats um walk up and you hear jewels under his breath go really peelers um <laughs> uh, and yep these gentlemen walk up and where the other people seem to look like humans uh, well, actually, for Jules and uh, Legbed, these people are probably more akin to how you might see people with mage sight. Um, they look like people made of smaller people, made of smaller people, made of smaller mm. people all the way oh, down. Um, and so while you can definitely make out eyebrows and hair and facial features and stuff like that, they're definitely this amalgam of people bodies moving in you know union a fractal homunculus that's a good way to look at it that's a good band name <laughs> yeah. that is a really yeah. good band name perry put it on the list <laughs> yes um, yeah. and i'm uh, listening to that album tonight uh they, they walk over and kind of look you up and down and say visitors in town and yes. of course they have a you know good London accent that I'm not doing. Um Okay, well let's Which one. Hmm? Which one? A London accent. Yeah, I know there's probably more within there's that. Like I, 17 I of them. The, posh one, the working class one. Uh, I mean actually for them, probably uh, fairly posh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But You're gonna do Cockney rhyming slang? No. Hey, it looks like we got some visitors here. Hey, hey. No, because I don't have the mental bandwidth for running a game and doing Cockney <laughs> rhyming slang. Uh, but no, they look over and, you know, definitely recognize you as uh, <clears throat> out-of-towners. And so we can uh, we can have you all turn right back around and return back to where you came from. We're trying to. 
Well, not where we came from. That's... That wouldn't be helpful. So you are refusing to leave? No, we'd like to leave. We just don't want to go where we were. Well, that would be the most expedient way to return. We don't want to return. I don't want to care leave. where you want to go. I want you to leave. Are we not welcome? Not particularly. Your kind, looking over the six of you, have a tendency to meddle and poke and prod. Like this? And then she opens her wizard eyes. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, do you actually enter into focus mage site? Okay, mm -hmm. sweet. Go ahead and roll because you obviously get that like the turn of. I want to see all your little persons inside you. Yeah, this is from a spirit perspective because that's really like the best sort of idea. Or her analog. Of, yeah. Yeah. Like this isn't human. This doesn't need life. This needs something else. Throw a little power at it. Sure. And gonna gamble two mana on it because I can do that in okay. one turn. Cool, so four successes, which goes from two, yeah, because it, opacity two, so two, one, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, you immediately recognize this first person who is uh, speaking with you and kind of looking at the, well, the small insignia on the uniform is a rank one supernal being, at, but as a thyrsus looking at this thing, it's like, that's not... What is that? Um, but yeah, uh, I, I would let you know that you can recognize that it is a entity of space. And? Uh, this particular one, force. Excellent. Yep. As it steps forward and goes, all right, ma'am, you're going to have to come with me and grabs wrists and uh, attempts to, I should say, uh, put you in handcuffs. Uh, Legba's going to try and intercede and he says um, in high speech um, to both of the constables uh, he says I believe we've gotten off on the wrong foot and despite your warnings and suspicion that we're inclined to meddle we are really here uh, for reasons other than our own choices and I would appreciate your understanding and aid so that we can leave here in good spirits, without harm or undue duress to my friend or to anything else. And while he's talking, she shifts her perspective to that guy down the street over there. Very, very cute. Sure. Um, so you find yourself shifting away from the group, uh, being connected by the constable who's paying attention to you. And so the two of you drift away from the group um, as uh, it was under the impression it was faster than that. <laughs> Not just like getting on an escalator. Oh, yeah, it is. It is 100 percent like you just kind of latch your uh, motion okay. to match. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, That's no, really it, what it, yeah. 
It's it's terrific because I like the idea of Isabel being like, or Petricor going, aha, oh, brilliant <laughs> idea here, chief. <laughs> As yeah, you hear the click of cuffs, um, and to be fair, this is not a like grab and force. It's like, okay, hang on, I can't have you doing that kind of stuff. Of note, as the cuffs click, your mage sight turns off. Okay, officers. We will leave. Um, Can you tell us how? I can't hear you, but I, I, I can see the role. So while you figure that out, and especially off of Ash's comment, um, the other gentleman um, who's standing there and he's got a little insignia on the, the front of his hat and has got another one. So, you know, probably a rank higher. Uh, we came here against our will. And guessing. Cool. Yeah. Great. I think I'm back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I made, it's been a man and made that exceptional success. Yeah. I figured you had. Cool. Great. Um, but yeah, go ahead. So uh, did you hear everything I said before I made the roll? Uh, about wanting to, you know, pass with, you know, good spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. We like their aid in moving through and mm-hmm. reaching our destination without any harm. Okay, cool. Yep. Great. Um, and Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't trying to interrupt you, Ash. Just wanted to make sure other things that might not have kind of heard yep. um, entered Drew's ear. Uh, and yeah, also of Gisela's comment, the the other gentleman standing there kind of ready at attention, basically, and is nodding and says, that's well and good. But now that you've started to meddle and poke and prod, we have to Ooh, hang on. Where's my notes before I say this? We were yep. just standing here in the road. You walked up and started prodding us. <laughs> and uh, then she is going to turn her arms into twigs so that the shackles fall off. Okay. Yeah. Roll that. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, anyways, as you're doing that, uh, the the uh, sergeant continues and says, we will have to take you to... Uh, yep, there we are. Uh, Lord, again... Remember, folks, if you randomly generate a bunch of names, make sure you know how to pronounce them. Uh, Lord Vision, uh, and they will have to make a decision about. And we'll look over here and see what the result of that roll was. Okay, yeah. As the shackles just fall off of uh, Isabel Petricor's wrists, and the constable like shifts his grip up to grab arms, the shackles fall. And while the sergeant is talking about need to take you to Lord uh, Vizen for uh, well, a decision to be made about. And then he cuts off um, as Isabella's Petricor is loose. And like there's a, a start of motion by the constable and sergeant and a look to Gisela and Legba, Arachne and Legba, and says... Will you bring your friend in line, or will we? We'll all come along. No shackles are needed. Was that a nod from uh, Petricor or just Chris? Yeah, like a shitty fucking, like, yeah, yeah dude, come on. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to lock anybody in handcuffs. Yep. So the constable picks up the, uh, the, <clears throat> the shackles. Well, yeah, handcuffs. Manacles. Um, 
And you really ought to share uh, a little bit more respect with someone that does the same profession as you. Uh, actually, that's a pretty good comment because as he's because bear in mind, you're in a pandemonium realm and you just sh shook off some shackles. Uh, yeah. He's like, no, no, that's a good move. Like there, there's some definite like appreciation well, for well. like, OK, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> um, but and then like nods to uh, Legba and says, then under your own recognizance, you all join us. And the sergeant, uh, who I guess I'll go ahead and throw the name in there, um, <clears throat> Trostromok. Um, <laughs> I Bless can you. Do, yeah, thank you. I can give these names later. Uh, well, actually, hang on, I'll do this. Uh, doo -doo -doo. So we have the Constable Zernamin and Sergeant Tostromok. Um, so the uh, Constable kind of takes the lead um, and Sergeant kind of brings up the rear and just with that you all are now you know this traveling clump that just moves through and along these streets and it starts smooth and kind of steady but as it starts to go and the constable doesn't seem to increase his pace his steps or anything like that but all of a sudden the streets really start to fly by and you have even more of those weird sensations of people moving through you um, before the constable brings uh, the group to a stop before what looks like a not really a precinct building because those are kind of new-ish, but more of a, uh, a small courthouse. Um, and the kind of everything shifting around suddenly stops and kind of connects to that courthouse that's now shifting and moving. Bear in mind, of course, up above you have London moving and shifting. And yeah, this is a absolute... You got motion sickness, this place sucks. Uh, yeah, I think Isabel like, casts a spell to like control her <laughs> nausea. I love that. It's like, I didn't I didn't get... Well, actually, has she ever been on a ship? No. Yeah, that's that's, that's not, kind of not certainly not on the ocean. Right. I no. mean, didn't you go she was from born Spain in Mexico. to Mexico? You're born no, in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's what made me realize is like, no, she's been landlocked. Yeah, I thought you had moved over when you were young. Nope. Um, so the uh, uh, constables, uh, oh, excuse me, the sergeant leads up. The constable, uh, you know, kind of brings his hand up in kind of a salute promise kind of you know boy scout oath kind of thing and says i will care for your beasts of burden uh and your things you may not take them inside to meet well yeah lord visit will they be here when we come out he seems a little confused by the question as he's He's here. The, the courthouse is here, but Here's the sergeant, why, right? yeah, the sergeant, however, nods, you know, with a little bit more experience and says, yes, they will be here when you leave. Okay, then. Uh, These poor, poor horses. <laughs> the horses at this point are like, you know, just fuck it. Just whatever. This is all this is, this is what we get for hanging out with humans. This isn't the weirdest thing that's happened this week. No. <laughs> Um, and uh, you are taken inside into the 
the courthouse, which, yep, it's space bullshit. Um, <clears throat> and one of the, the best lines ever. And yeah, Ralph, you're, yeah, you're not coming through. But the best lines, of course, it's bigger on the inside. Hold uh, on, damn it. That's so close. Yep. Um, and uh, step inside. And it is it is a ritually appointed, you know, uh, upper scale, classy nobleman's kind of uh, courtroom. There's, you know, some marble here, some rich hardwoods there. Casting. Hey, welcome back, Ralph. What's your bad? Cool. Hmm. Please and, continue. Yep. Uh, and there's a you know kind of receptionist kind of area, but the sergeant just breezes through, breezes through with you all. Uh, of note, um, the sergeant definitely like clocks the pistols. Uh, I imagine Jules is possibly still carrying the shotgun. Um, and yeah, they don't. They're not all too concerned about mundane weapons. Now, should they? Who knows? Um, and leads you up a you know nice set of stairs and in knocks at a large kind of set of double doors and another similar homunculus-esque uh, person opens the door, looks out and see, oh, sergeant, brings the door open and inside you see a small courtroom chamber um, mm-hmm. up at the judge's seat is big powdery wig and all but looks like black robed homunculus person thing sitting up and there are there's nobody else in the room like he's a judge sitting in judgment but there's nobody to judge nothing magistrate happening. even that's a great term yes um and as you all enter lord vision kind of motions forward and yes surgeon who do we have uh. And like very clearly looking, weighing, not happy. Bring him forward. Um, and as opposed to the sergeant and the constable who seem to have, uh, you know, one voice, this magistrate. Thank you, Chris. Uh, definitely seems to talk with the voice of multitudes. Um, actually, now that I think about it, it's kind of similar to the way the ghost sounded way back when. And the morning chorus. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, they kind of lean over the front. All right. State your case for the court. Um, like we're going to look at everybody, see if it's okay if he steps forward. Cool. Um, he does so, and he says, before I do so, uh, how might I address you, Your Honor? His grace is acceptable. All right, Your Grace, or His Grace. We are humble travelers on a journey away from a place that we are all drawn to um, for reasons other than than our desires and interests. And this is one of the last few steps on that journey. We did not choose to come here other than trying to leave where we were led before. Your honorable and noble um, associates led us here to request your patient 
judgment, and assistance in achieving our ends, which are exclusively to go from here to a place of the shadow without disturbing anything in this realm or leaving you with the sensation that we disrespect the integrity of this realm or what it stands for. Can I make an expression roll? Mm-hmm. Cool. And that Willie. Let's try real hard, y'all. We will get through this. Looks like it's not going to be an exceptional. Nope. That's okay. But he nods. So you all can truthfully say you have no desires to investigate, interrogate, or in any other way Bother the citizens of my city. <laughs> Jules, uh, uh, I mean, Jules, yeah, whatever. Rilla, however, is like, looks to the rest of you and says, I can't. Yeah, before, before mm-hmm. she says that, um, like says, let me, let me clarify. We have a potent desire to learn more about this realm. No, I'm good. But as I've, oh, <laughs> what, what did you say? <laughs> um, as as I stated, it is more important to us to show respect for where we are, and in reciprocity for the assistance you might be able to give us in reaching where we want to go, to forestall our intrinsic desire to investigate that which we don't understand, and so we do have the presence of mind and the ability to halt that. We just wouldn't want to lie to you. When you ask us if we are interested and curious, we are always interested and curious, but we are not disrespectful. Hmm. Yes, that rings true. Kind of like is watching Rilla, kind of the way you watch a guy with a loaded gun. It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people a little against whatever kind of looks over to Petricor after the little bit of no I'm good (laughs) (laughs) like kind of affronted but also it's like well that's what I want you to not do exactly you shouldn't be offended that I don't find you interesting (laughs) (laughs) so Lord Vision kind of leans back into a chair that squeaks like really loudly uh So you are incapable of leaving here on your own? I don't know that we had time to establish that. It would be untrue. Officers came barreling up and assumed that uh, we were, what did they say, meddling, poking, prodding. Mm -hmm. Sergeant (laughs) steps forward and kind of looks at Petricor and there's that definite like you got a point of respect, but he has to clarify it. Um, your honor, excuse me, your grace. I've got to follow. Uh, the uh, the mages did say that they were unable to leave the way they arrived. Said we didn't want to arrive. Mm. Return from whence we came. Right. And 
the judge. In all likelihood, we cannot go back. <laughs> yeah, that that doorway definitely wasn't there. Um, so I'm giving you kind of the benefit of the doubt there. Sure. But um, and so the uh, sorry. So the judge nods and says, "You are unable to leave by which you came, and now, well, and now you say that you need." away to the shadow. Oh, we would like to get to the shadow because it is likely the next place in our journey that will give us the wisdom we desire. And it is possible, as you have probably encountered many of us who work our wills, it is possible that we might be able to get there from here. However, as I have asserted, uh, respect to you is what matters the most. Connection and sympathy matters more than anything. We don't need to demonstrate our skill and knowledge here. If we can achieve our ends through showing you the respect and honor you deserve. See the his lordship kind of we going over the the information kind of deciding and looking and saying i can provide you passage to the shadow and like there's some like scorn in his voice of you know such a such a realm right um but i will need payment and like definitely definitely asking for a bribe mm -hmm. totally and the sergeant kind of says much forward. respect is uh, deserved of your position your grace sorry say that one more time she's asking how much the bribe what, what the bribe oh, would be gotcha. by okay. saying how much respect does your position deserve? Gotcha. Okay. Um, and the sergeant steps forward. They also have some things from... What would he say? Yeah, from the phenomenal world outside. Judge kind of nods and says, Very well. You want some stuff? Uh, actually, no, it's more, uh, connections that he wants. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of how he says this, but yeah, uh, w without me getting into that in-character way, he, but yeah, he's like, no, I want to borrow, well, actually copy connections. I need not take them from you. What do you intend to do with them? I have no intention to do anything to them. But they are useful as entertainment. Do you? 
Are you using them to watch the people on the other end? Not as you are thinking of it. Sympathetic connection to the phenomenal world allows us to experience it. Places, people, things, objects. So a connection to an exciting place. I've got one for you. Would be valuable. They're all valuable. But some more than others. Particularly fun. I have an interesting one for you. And yeah, especially considering Petrichor's attitude that the Lord is like, oh yeah, do you now? <laughs> and what do you proffer up? And I will let you know that within this realm, you can literally manifest physical representations of connections. Uh, she, I think, she, I don't know that she knows that inher inherently, but <laughs> she like finds herself starting to talk about, I will show you the place that made me how, who I am today. Oh, <laughs> wait, hang on. Which one? Huh? Which one? Uh, the, the Hacienda. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was that or the Tempest, and I was like... Yeah, the connection that's like post-trauma flavored. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Take a look all you want. Yeah, so like, you start to describe it, and the sergeant walks over and just places his hand in front of you, right? And as if grabbing your words, and just pulls this little moat of light kind of inspecting it and kind of making a face brings that forth and sets it up on the you know, the judges the lordship's desk and kind of looks to the others while the uh, the rest of you while the lord kind of starts to inspect and starts making you know curious noises out of character my logic is it's a strong connection mm -hmm. therefore it could be valuable and it's not in purgatory bluff Mm -hmm. And there's probably something interesting on the other end for them to look at. Or experience. Mm -hmm. Fuck around and open a portal, guys. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> uh, what about the rest of you? And bear in mind, this is definitely any connection. Play, person, place, thing. But yeah, Rilla, Rilla is more than happy to bring up and she's like, oh yeah, here you go. And sets up, uh, well, hands to the sergeant what you all recognize as a a vial mm. that once contained a potion. Cool. Hmm. And the sergeant almost drops it. The hell is this? I'm going to give them my, like hometown back in Germany during festivals. Oh yeah, there you go. Because I think I think you would enjoy it. I'm your, being nice. Your Tratus is showing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want something interesting, here. Yeah. Sergeant takes that and brings that up and, you know, starts to lay out these little dots of energy. Jules uh, passes forward what looks like a 
dance that he may have gone to, like high society mm -hmm. kind of thing. Or actually, probably not a dance, but the dance hall would be a memory, but. Hmm. What was that? <laughs> I, I knew women before you. Did you now? Mm. Not in the biblical mm -hmm. way, like the flush. <laughs> I went to dances. Legba or I almost said weird. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Bob has Sarah. There's something I want to do at the end as well. So it doesn't exist, but she has a strong connection to the wagon where her mother effectively raised her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a real thing anymore, but she has a connection to that feeling of home and mm -hmm. travel and stuff like that. Yep. So she'll manifest that. Sergeant kind of looks that over and, you know, from his perspective, it's got a whole lot of, uh, you know, it's a mundane object, but all sympathetic connections have that, you know, what it means to that person. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that carries through. Kind of looks at that. Adds that up to the table. And you can see, like, the judge is looking fat cat, you know, greedy, like, oh, yes. Kind of looks over to leg buds, you know, at, at the end here. I will offer you a choice. And he, um, he holds up his hands and um, says, I did a number of things that... Uh, I once regretted and now understand were a necessary part of my growth and give me understanding of who I am. What it means to have connection to your past is that it still resonates in the future or it resonates in the present and the future. So I offer you a glimpse of the entirety of my past or a few days that led to the person I am now. Well, less the memories and more the you know, objects. Right. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Not the memories. Cool. Um, the moments and how they resonate. And if you would desire both, I'm willing to give them to you. However, I would request one small thing in exchange in addition to your already established existence. And that is an opportunity to request admission to this realm in the future so that I might learn from you without meddling. The Lord nods and just points at one of your hands. Okay. Uh, the sergeant picks it up and nods to you. And it's definitely this, it's the violence. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, walks it up. And the the Lord vision is very much like, nice try. Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of kind of experience to this you know like oh yeah here here's two and it's like no no i don't i don't need mages around here poking poking around you guys are trouble um well he did ask in a very specific way mm -hmm. so yep uh and uh yeah sorry with that the lord vision kind of leans back 
like admiring, very dragon horde kind of look at the the six new toys that he has and then looks mm -hmm. up to you all and says the shadow where in the shadow hmm. so turn to Isabel <laughs> right. you have a preference see if I remember Chris there hasn't been a whole lot on the other side of the gauntlet, right? No, because there's a big scary spider that lives there. Right. <laughs> but the spider's area is at home. We don't want to go home. One thing we haven't established yet, where are we? In the streets of London. Yeah, what? Relative to our world, does this have a location there? I almost said God, no, but that's not how they would. No, absolutely not. This space has no. What's the word you use? Liminality? Border? We have crafted this place away from such things. Very few mages know how to make it here. Hmm. All of them are trouble. I imagine most of the ones who make it here ended up here the same way we did. Yes, Greg. A very small number know, then you know who does know how to make it here? It is a short list, yes. Do you have repeat could visitors? A, could we get a copy of that list? No. Why would they do such a thing? <laughs> like, oh yeah, hey, we're going to kick you out, but also here's the list of all the people who know how to get back in. Yeah, no, he, Are there some who abused. come here who have come here more than once? Unfortunately. And like the sergeant, you know, like kind of stiffens up a little bit. We're working on it, your lordship. I'm not asking to find another way in and bother you. I'm asking because we have dealings with the person who sent us here. And we're trying to find them. Are you suggesting that if I name this person that you will end them so that they stop bothering us? No promises. I can't promise that, but I can... Mm, then no. All right. Yeah, I don't know that we would be capable of that, honestly, from what we've seen of them. Let me ask you another question. You all ask a lot of questions for people who have sworn that they would not ask questions. No, go ahead, Ralph, though. Uh, we didn't swear that we wouldn't ask questions. We swear that we wouldn't meddle and we'd show respect. That's fair. <laughs> we'd bridle our curiosity in the context of making sure we do not cause you displeasure. Uh, the question I have is, under what conditions would you consider a mage to be a valid visitor?
one of the few who have stepped into the supernal. What? I didn't catch that. Oh, sorry. On my end. No, in character, right? Because she doesn't have fluid high speech, so she's Mm. probably. Gotcha. That's also exacerbating this problem is that. Oh, yeah. She's catching every other word and such. Right. Are you saying one more powerful than us? Yes. Consider. And why is why is power the requirement for admission? I, I think. Hmm. Actually, backtracking a little bit, you say power in high mm-hmm. speech. What are yeah. you? What is Legba saying? What, oh, gotcha. what symbol there is tied to? What definition is tied to power? Uh, gnosis. Right. Yeah. And so the, he responds. Yes. Hmm. But not Sophia. No. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Petrichor is like, hang on. Everybody keeps throwing this vocabulary around and I'm not catching it. No. The well, mages who have stepped into the supernal on their own are begrudging guests. Is that because you can't keep them out? hard to see a blush on a face made of more faces and bodies but yes not happy with the fact that yeah wouldn't it be better if we only visited and he's of course speaking of we like mages in general um, at your invitation and according to specific rules we would rather that you didn't visit at all but how else would you get these connections? Yeah. Got in there. Your economy's in shambles, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I, I think he says these are not worth the hassle of mages. Hmm. But if you're already rude? here, I will take them as payment to send you where you wish to go. We That's like fair. More interesting, but not immediately dangerous. Says, all right. Uh, if you would like to have a formal arrangement that is likely more in your favor, I'm open to it. Actually, I think the Lord Vizun kind of looks, shakes his head and says, you really don't understand. And the world around you starts to shift and twist. Uh, And actually, you can go ahead and roll Gnosis plus space. Uh, Okay. Well, let me ask an adequate question. Mm -hmm. If I attempt to resist this, I mean, if it's a supernal being doing it, can I clash? Yes, I think I can clash. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, if if I resist this, are they going to take it as a sign of disrespect? 
Uh, I would give you within the context of the conversation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He is very clearly doing a flex. You have not said, hey, we're ready to go. You haven't given him a destination. He is sending you away as opposed to necessarily following the, you know, agreement. agreement. Okay, he's violating the agreement. Fine. Fuck this guy. All right. We'll see how that works. Sorry, what was that, Chris? I asked. I I think it was while Ralph was having a mic problem, so maybe you weren't focused. But uh, I said we'd like to go somewhere interesting in the shadow, but not immediately dangerous. Oh, I did hear that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good point. Man, that, still still I'll, a vague answer, but yeah, we can deal with it past that. Yep. No says. Tech. There we go. All oh, right. Opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's five. And I got the ward on, which is plus five. Oh, right, because of duration. Flat out. You see the Lord Vizun is like irritated mm-hmm. that you are still standing here. Says, happened. You needn't you needn't show disrespect in return. We will leave when you're displeased, but you didn't tell us that. I thought it evident. No, it wasn't evident. If you have said it, it would have been. And he says, of course, he's saying this in high speech, right? right? If you you had said, I'm irritated, there's no way I wouldn't have understood. Understood, I'm irritated in platonic ideals, right? That's true. Uh, But yeah, it's like when you're speaking high speech, everything's quite literal. You need to be plain. What are you like? Yeah. Pick up the subtext in the high speech, buddy. What's your problem? uh, So he leans forward and says, I am irritated. I do not like mages. I wish you to go name a destination or I will send you someplace interesting <laughs> that's a threat actually in high speech the, the shadow the shadow outside the fort that would mm-hmm. get us to where we need to be sure that sounds good fort leon Shadow outside of Fort in the wild, in the in the western part of the U.S. As, yeah. uh, when I, I'm sure with like Fort Leon in high speech, <laughs> right? You can hear the 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 latitude and longitude of this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like filled with goish of you know military violence, conquest. Well, the shadow side, so spirits, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. You said goisha. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Really? That, that, yeah. It's all good. Um, and Lord Fazoon nods. And this time, rather than a shunting kind of motion, half of the courtroom turns into a large kind of co locate portal. Cool. And nods to the sergeant and says, Bring their things up. Um, and moving through the hallways that reshape and rearrange around four horses and a wagon. Um, All your stuff is brought in and, you know, 
kind of begrudgingly polite. The Lord Vizun kind of motions at the gateway and said, please leave. Isha, thank you for your time. <laughs> although, you, although you may not believe it, we do respect you and appreciate the aid you've Yeah, been. about that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I, I... Isabel casts a rather bratty, life-compelling spell. <laughs> Make sure that Jose leaves a present <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> yep, don't even roll it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm a shit well not I I'm gonna have my horse shit in your courtroom as we walk out <laughs> okay then <laughs> yes it is it's 1017 it is definitely 1017 uh, so yes um, you all step through into the shadow outside of Fort Leon which of course Fort Leon itself isn't reflected in the shadow um, that is something man-made and those things don't have such reflections but there is this space around it and the spirits there and we'll talk about that more next week all right so thank you all for joining us we hope you had a blast sorry about the technical difficulties if you're watching on twitch youtube guys sorry it may have been short but you know these things happen so we'll see you all next time see you later <laughs>